0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Beyond a Thought podcast where we're talking about issues you're probably been thinking about. My name is Lynette.
1: And my name is E.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, today, we are talking about Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, our, we've mentioned a couple of times, uh, a number of times on this podcast, that we are unapologetically Christian. Um, and I don't think we we've, we've really delved into what that means. Um, mm-hmm. We understand that it's not everybody that listens to our our podcast that is Christian. Um, and I mean, no judgment there. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of um, explaining ourselves when we say that we are we are unapologetically Christian. What that looks like, uh, who we are as Christians, how we became Christians, um, mm-hmm. and that's what's the framework. Uh, how that. Um, how that is uh, the backdrop of how we we look at the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, that's really what we're going to dive in today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this on this episode, um, yeah,
1: yeah, and I think it's, yeah. I think it's it, I think it was pretty obvious from like lots of previous episodes that we are Christian just based off of the fact that we quote by the Bible a lot, mm-hmm. and you know we talk about relying on the Holy Spirit and discernment and so on, but like. I think it's important to really just talk about like our our journey you know because it's not perfect you know and it's not meant to be perfect and i think that's the one thing that like i I keep i keep having to remind myself that as a christian i'm called to follow a perfect god but god does not like i'm an imperfect being and he still loves me you know what i mean Um, right. and so like yeah so just having that conversation just seeing like because it's true like when you I, I don't know I can't speak for other religions but I feel like as a Christian it's almost like when you decide to follow Christ it's almost like you see the world through that lens right well mm-hmm. least like you try to yes. anyways yes. because there's so yes. many voices out there and it's like it's always important to kind of filter out those voices or right. sift them through the word of god in mm-hmm. order to live your life and I, I feel like it's getting so much harder to do yeah. <laughs> as, yeah as we progress in life but yeah um i just wanted to put that out there uh but yeah let's start from the very beginning like lynette so what has your how did your journey into becoming a christian begin like how did that start for you?
0: Oh man, Um, so I think I've always been raised, well, not raised, but I always had a foot in the church, let's Mm -hmm. say. Mm -hmm. So when I was younger, um, and mind you, I've lived a couple of places, so Mm -hmm. how Christianity looked for me um, in various places that I lived uh, was different. So when I was younger, um, from about maybe when I was born to when I was around seven I was living Mm -hmm. with my mom so and my grandmother so my inlet into church and my inlet into Christianity well I didn't really obviously understand it too much then but Mm -hmm. my inlet into church let's say Mm -hmm. um was through my grandmother what what country
1: what country were you in Ghana I was in Ghana Ghana.
0: yes Uh so I was in Ghana from there when i was born i was born in germany so when my mom moved back to ghana Mm -hmm. i um my inlet to church was through my my um my grandmother she Mm -hmm. went to methodist church um so she was part of the women's fellowship there so Mm -hmm. i'm a girl she wanted me to part of the girls fellowship there so i i all i could remember was always being part of the girls fellowship because it's always all about poems and Mm-hmm. And, and you know, <laughs> performing before mm-hmm. the elderly. Um, mm-hmm. so I didn't really I didn't really know God for myself then, obviously, but I was just um, introduced to church by my grandmother then. Mm-hmm. Pastor to I think from seven to around thirteen. We didn't really we being my brother and I didn't really go to my parents weren't very much churchgoers. You're a mm-hmm. Christian in essence, in in the in the grand scheme of by things. Title.
1: Mm-hmm. By title, by mm-hmm. title, but didn't
0: really practice it as much as um, my aunt, my um, my mom's sister, who came to live with us for uh, a couple of years. So mm-hmm. she was uh, she was an avid Christian. So she would go to church and drag us along, uh, my brother and I, and um, that's how I. I think we went to, here in Canada, we went to Church of Pentecost Mm -hmm. for a bit in Toronto. Um, So at that time still, it was just like, oh, she's going to church and Sunday's here. I have to go to church with her because she insists. So Mm -hmm. I go with her. Um, That was up till then, up to like 13. So from 13 to around 20 is when I was kind of exploring it for myself. So I went back to Ghana. For that time frame, mm-hmm. um, and when I reached, like I guess, teenage years, um, I started to take it, take Christianity a little more serious, because I was in the youth service. Everybody was really taking it a lot more serious than I was, so mm-hmm. I was just like, let me just follow suit. Um, so I think that time was when I start, like my eyes were being a little more open to um to god and to christianity and to prayer um and you know as answered prayers from god so that was my um experience then and then when i came back to Ghana, i came back to canada around like 2021 um i went to the church i went to all nations mainly because like that was where like i was introduced to my current church now Mm -hmm. um in back in toronto Um, yeah in toronto so i was i went there um from when i I returned to canada i started going there and it was just it was my choice at that time at that point it was my choice to go to church and to find god for myself Um, and i remember at that time i had a lot of anxiety i had a lot of depression i had I was going through a lot at that time, and I remember I didn't really know where to turn. So I really went—I went to like one of the leaders um, who um, who talked to me. Like I just really—it was kind of like a therapy—a therapy session for me—and just like mm-hmm. really poured out my heart um, to her. And just I was lost. I had a lot of anxiety, and I didn't really even know how to decipher a lot of things that were going through in my mind. I like, mm-hmm. just sat down and talked to her, and she's like, "You know, I really, I really think you should go to the retreat. And this retreat, for those that don't know, is um, an encounter. Like you go out to, how would I even explain it? You go to a place um, that's outside um, the noise. I'll mm-hmm. put it that way. Uh, and you just, it's just between you and God. And this group is a group of people. Um, you go." And you just have some time with God so over the course of a weekend. You have time with God and just to pray and to intercede um, for yourself and for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and she's like, well, you know, I really think you should go. You should go to this, the retreat, and it's coming up. I really think you should go. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, no, no, I really think you should go. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I was like, okay, sure. So it was a weekend. Um, I went and that, I think from that weekend, I remember clearly it was April 2012. Um, And that was when I was like, okay, 2013. No, no, no. no, I think it was
1: 2012. Um, I think you were in Ottawa in 2013.
0: Yes, yes, I was Mm -hmm. in Ottawa 2013. So no, back in 2010. Mm. April 2010 Mm -hmm. is when I came back to Canada. So that was when I was like, okay, yeah, this um, I started taking Christianity seriously. I started, you know, I knew that I had had a moment with God where I knew it was just so vivid to me that God is real. Like, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And Mm -hmm. even though I had seen him through the through various eyes, like my, my grandmother, my aunt, whatever, I now knew him for myself. And mm-hmm. I now had an understanding for myself who he is, because I had had an encounter with him. I have mm-hmm. had a sense of peace after that. And I was just like, you know what, I'm really going to pursue this seriously. So mm-hmm. I guess that was my, that was the beginning of really becoming a Christian, really becoming um, um, serious about the mm-hmm. Christian walk. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was where it started and since then is it I mean obviously like you mentioned it's not been easy it's been ups and downs I feel like you you start off after especially after an encounter after such a, a weekend you start off with fire and then all of a sudden there's so many things that come your way all this you you get sold out to Christ and the enemy mm-hmm. also wants to do what he does best and mm-hmm. and come and distract you and do, and do all the things that he does and um it's it's been it's been a journey but I always I always know that the right thing to do is to come back to Christ mm-hmm. so I think that was my inlet into into christianity mm-hmm. and here we are <laughs> years later i still believe in christ i still trust in god i still i still know him as my lord and personal savior i'm a disciple of, of christ um i try to walk in his ways daily mm-hmm. um yeah that's, that's, that's that was me that's mm-hmm. really
1: interesting that's so interesting <laughs> like i think that like I feel like a lot of people um that were brought up in Africa, it's like you get introduced to Christ through like your auntie or your mom, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. It's like I know Ghana is like this too, but Congo is like everybody's trying to pray like everyone. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Like church <laughs> in like every corner. Every corner. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like so I was brought up in Nigeria, right? So we went back to visit, I think it was 2018. and on the drive to where my parents live Uh, I was just like yeah (laughs) I was just looking it's like church of fire of God church of (laughs) ministry of fire every other building sometimes in one building you'll see like five different churches on the different levels of that same building like like, people be praying (laughs) it's so it's it's so fascinating for me because I always ask myself I'm like upon all this prayer like yeah, Why are we still suffering? You know, let's and not even was, go.
0: There. That's a discussion for another like, day. Oh, that's a
1: whole <laughs> podcast because that one we could talk about how people were mixing booze uh, and crank and like uh, doing uh, all uh. sorts of nonsense. But yeah, it, it's it's so fascinating. So, like for me, I guess my story is kind of similar to—is it? Well, probably not. I don't. I don't know. You tell me. So, uh, <laughs> my parents are cat. Well, were are? I don't even know, man. They're sort of Catholic. <laughs> it's so strange because my dad is not... <sighs> my dad is... So my dad's a scientist. I just like... I like to classify it that way because for him, everything needs to be evidence-based. You know? Uh. And like, he kind of even brought us up that way like in the sense that if you can't really see it, if you can't test it, if there's no hypothesis, there's no theory, then, uh. you know, w- what are we believing in pretty much? But... <laughs> He, he and, and Congo during their time, like, you know, they, <clears throat> they all went, they had to go to Catholic school and the Catholic schools were run by uh, Belgian nuns and priests because Congo is uh, the colony, was colonized by the Belgians. Uh-huh. Um, so I think that's also another reason why his, his faith, and I'll say a lot of people actually, uh, they decide to just not follow Christianity because it was brought into Africa in such a very a violent way. All right. Um, so yeah. So that's my dad. So he's just uh, by name, I guess he's Catholic. And my mom was also Catholic, but then she recently—I <sighs> don't want to say converted. I Me, mean, I don't really know the the, the link, the language for changing <laughs> from Catholicism to to Christianity. But <laughs> the
0: lingo I know. The n- lingo. Is, 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 <laughs> is, is, she,
1: she doesn't really go to Catholic church anymore. Now she's she's born again, so to speak. Yeah. Um. So we would go to mass on Sundays. You know, I was baptized as a Catholic. I had received my first Holy Communion as a Catholic.
0: Confirmation. I didn't you do the through, confirmation through all part. Of that?
1: No, I oh. stopped. I stopped the Holy Communion, which is so okay. funny because apparent So, oh gosh, we're going around in circles. But anyways, I'll get <laughs> back to that. Um, yeah, so I got I I I did my Holy Communion and then I went to boarding school in Togo, um, and so in Togo, I was still going to to catholic church because on sundays so on sundays our boarding school is like okay if you're muslim we go to well not on, they don't go to mosque on sundays Friday, but on sundays yeah. they'll have like their classes with the imam mm-hmm. if you're quote-unquote protestant you'll have your sunday service if and therefore if when because we're catholic they actually used to take us to catholic church okay. so i was doing that for some time but i started getting bored because like man Catholic church though, like <laughs> stand
0: up, sit up, stand up, sit down. Yeah, and
1: then oh, yeah, the I went to
0: Catholic school too.
1: So oh my god, so you know, so all the hymns and stand up, sit down, <laughs> and then you repeat and repeat, and then mm-hmm. I was just like, this is not it. And then, but yeah. even prior to that, I had I was attending Bible studies um at like a friend of ours in Nigeria, and she had this Bible study teacher that would come and teach us songs. And I was like, this is great, this is great, this is what I want. But my mom was like, mm, you're only going because it's, it's socializing, you're socializing. Don't let these <laughs> Protestants tell you that Mary is, you know, that we should have pray to Mary, that kind of thing. Mm. So it was kind of like rebellious for me when I went to boarding school. Where I was like, okay, I know I'm supposed to be in Catholic church, but I'm really feeling this Protestant type of hip <laughs> this, this <laughs> kind jam. of worship of God. <laughs> you know like when it's like they're actually singing for real and then they're clapping and then it's like
0: yeah
1: yeah so then i i decided i'm like i'm not gonna be a catholic anymore and then i started going to um wasn't really pentecostal it was just like a bible study that they were doing mm-hmm. like i want to say it was non denominational like a scripture
0: a scripture yeah need?
1: like sort of like a scripture and exactly where it's like you uh. just go we pray we read the word and we sing yeah. songs and then we fellowship together break bread and then yeah. i got baptized for real at that point because you know in catholic church they baptize you as a baby mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then and it's like after a while I realized I'm like that doesn't make sense because I have no clue what That's I'm mm-hmm. doing. doing but then yeah. getting baptized as a, as a like a teenager I understood that this is like a representation of me being new and born again in Christ right, right? so mm-hmm. yeah so then that happened and then I came to Canada oh <laughs> that one I left Jesus very quickly. It's like, oh, because I came to boarding school and I couldn't find a church. Yeah. And in Canada, and I was just I was here by myself, and like I was asking people, like, uh, I want to go to church, and everybody in my boarding school was kind of like, why do you want to go to church? It's like, yeah, right. Like, why do I want to go to church? <laughs> oh, like, I could sleep on Sundays. Like, I don't have to go anywhere. So I just stopped going to church for like a good right. two years, mm. you know. And in that process, like. I became quote-unquote woke in the sense that I was like, oh, this Christianity thing, it was brought on by the Europeans to control the Africans. So I'm like, I'm not going to pay attention to this Christianity thing. And the funny thing is, so at this point when I was in Canada, my parents moved to Kenya and my mom was still going to Catholic church at that point. So when I would go and visit Like the thing that would just further Like reinforce the fact that Christianity was just like a white man's religion To control everybody I'd go to catholic church And there was a huge painting Of this white priest Looking so glorious And just like looking down On the black savages (laughs) Literally because They painted the black people As though they were the ones That were in need of salvation and like they were barbaric and the person that would save them was not Jesus, but the priest. The white priest. But the white priest. And so every Sunday, I'd go, I'm like, well, this thing is be- we're brain- being brainwashed. Like, what is all this? So I was always having arguments with my mom about this. You know, and she was like, no, but God is independent of colonialism. I'm like, is he? Because <laughs> they came to Africa telling us that we need to be saved by Jesus. And then as they're telling us Jesus, they're cutting people's hands off. You know, like, it, right, right. it was so hard for me to recognize reconcile in my mind so like that's kind of like I strayed away from it for a little bit Mm -hmm. and then um but at the same time like even though I strayed away like I still felt like God existed
0: yeah
1: you know like but I just didn't know the avenue to communicate with God like I didn't know what the right avenue was so like I'd still pray and be like oh God help me with this exam (laughs) you know (laughs) or like I'm on the bus and like okay God keep this bus safe for like like Mm -hmm. but I don't really like believe in like the Jesus and and all of that
0: you weren't going hard on it yeah
1: I wasn't I really wasn't and I you know it's funny because I I look back and I'm like I can't that's why I say God is so good because you have a story of the prodigal son where it's like he goes and then when he comes back like his father still accepts him no matter what Mm -hmm. you know like because I can see how even though I had strayed, like God was still somehow keeping me, you know, because right. you're in this country all by yourself. Like I came here, I do not have any family here, you know. But for some reason, God was always like I, I was, I was never in trouble. Right. Like nothing ever really happened to me that made me feel like, oh my goodness, like this is terrible, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, so then I started university, and I think D shared her, sto- shared our story. Uh, we met in uni and then I don't know who told her about all nations here um, but she was like, oh do you want to come to church and I was like I guess <laughs> like okay <laughs> you know like because I hadn't been in so long and then for me like my high school was like a fully white high school so I didn't know that many black people mm-hmm. and so she was like, oh it's called All nations it's an African Church. I'm like, oh I'm down let me just go see what this African church is about like whatever okay. you know and then we went and i just felt like this sense of like wow like pure joy you know like Mm -hmm. we went and then like there was music and i just felt like oh wow this is where i'm supposed to be you know and we kept going and kept going and then we made friends and then the same thing oh there's a retreat happening do you want to go and i was like yeah you know (laughs) why not Uh just a weekend away sure and, you know, like you, like, that's where I really had my first real experience with God, like where I, I really felt like his presence, you know, Right. and it wasn't, it was so unadulterated. Like there was yeah. no, like, you know, pretense or it was just like, oh, it was so fascinating and it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was beautiful, you know, um. And yeah like so i came back <laughs> of course and at this time i had a boyfriend too so it was like oh no uh-huh. i came back and like i have to cut all sorts of illicit uh-huh. functions uh-huh. with this person uh-huh. and, that, and that like i feel like that like, the devil used that to just keep me like in and out in and out constantly mm-hmm. you know because when you come back from such a beautiful retreat and then you come back to meet like the the sin that you left yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's the challenge of the retreats like because you so, go in yeah. a bubble you yes, know it.
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: it's a bubble everybody's there for the same purpose yeah. everybody praying everybody's reading the word like you're literally saturated with god's presence the time that you're there and then you leave and you come back especially when you leave because your life is not looking great <clears throat> yes you, yeah you go and then you come back and then you're met with the same old friends that you had that were keeping you back mm-hmm. the same old boyfriend and that's when the challenge is like okay
0: definitely, definitely.
1: do I cut definitely. these people off
0: yeah you know
1: do I try to convert them and that was me I was like oh I'm trying I'm going to try to convert the guy like, <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm yeah. gonna bring him to church and all that oh, that's so terrible so yeah that was the, the genesis of of, of This and it's been a long road, like I, I, it's you know, where it's like sometimes you think that you know, sometimes you think you know God and then you don't, (laughs) and then you finally like, like, actually, I don't know anything about you, God. and then you have to start from the beginning,
0: beginning, yeah. I I think, I think for me, it's been, it's been, I I used to struggle with, um, under, and I remember. Talking to somebody about it, I used to struggle with understanding God's love. Mm-hmm. I used to really, really struggle with it. It was a genuine struggle. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, "How?" Like, and I, but because I think the struggle also step stemmed from it's much better now. Stemmed mm-hmm. from um, comparing God's love mm-hmm. with that of man. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean. And mm-hmm. specifically, my father. Like you mm-hmm. know what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. I was
0: I was constantly constantly like yes i had gone to a retreat and like and like experienced god's love and, like you, it, it's so vivid and it's so real and it's so saturated that
1: mm-hmm. you you
0: can't doubt that it is god's presence and god's love mm-hmm. but then i couldn't understand how that practically looked like you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how like how could god love me unconditionally as he says in the word of god but man doesn't love that way like you know what mm-hmm, i mean i think mm-hmm. i would I, I would expect how god's love should be parallel or uh, the same the same way as how man should love uh, how man loves me like, mm-hmm, you know what I, mean? so mm-hmm. I genuinely used to really and, and that was the like, it was a catalyst for a lot of um a lot of Things going away, like a a lot of things not going going a certain way. In my Christian walk mainly mm-hmm. because because I wouldn't under because I wouldn't understand how his love practically looked. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. like whenever I would fall into sin or anything like that. I wouldn't. I, I it would I would be a, it would be a struggle to come back to God yeah. because I didn't I couldn't reconcile the fact that he would take me back despite. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, Mm -hmm. if I
0: have, if I confess my sins and truly repent, he will take me back. Even after that dirty sin that I have just gone to commit, Mm
1: -hmm. like, you know
0: what I mean? Whereas when it's human being, (laughs) you come, you apologize. They will (laughs) remind you. They will Mm -hmm. come back at you all the time. So I could not understand Mm -hmm. how that works. So. So every time I remember, like every time I would stray away from God, it would be so far. I would stray away so mm-hmm. far from God that it would it would take me so so much so much to come back to Him and be mm-hmm. like, God, I messed up here. Please forgive me. And then few I know He would forgive me, but me forgiving myself, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I think I think at the very beginning that was a huge struggle for me as a Christian, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just trying to understand who God is, like just trying to understand that and take him at his word just take him yeah. as he is like you know yeah. what i mean he says that he will love you this way just take him as it take the word him at his word that's it yeah. and it was yeah. just so hard for me to come to that come to terms with that um and and it it was it was like a a, a jumping board for a lot of things that In my Christian walk, that was just not supposed to be the same, supposed to be that way. Yeah, I hear you.
1: I hear you. I feel like, Mm -hmm. and you know what? I completely agree with you because, especially people that have daddy issues, I I read somewhere where it's because when you have daddy issues, it's a lot harder to sort of relate to God because you're also, Mm. God is also supposed to be your father. But then when your earthly father, father, and the description of your heavenly father, they clash, It's yeah. difficult to kind of reconcile the love that God has for you because you're com- also kind of comparing it to the love that your father, your earthly father has for mm-hmm. you. Like, I completely mm-hmm. agree with that because mm-hmm. like one thing I remember recently, not too long ago, actually, I was just wondering, on my why is this so... Because so, I, I struggle with, for me, p- currently... One thing that I, well, one of the many things that I'm struggling with. <laughs> where do I begin? <laughs> is just like prayer and talking to God like I'm His child. You know, oh like my it's, it's so yeah. hard. It's hard for me to do because my relationship yeah. with my dad is. it has always been somewhat contentious. Just because I've always felt like I needed to defend my actions to my dad. You know.
0: Because my dad is this
1: big man, like he's this big scientist, is you know, PhD, all this education for life and like all this stuff.
0: And Mm -hmm. I've always felt
1: like I've needed to defend my decisions in my life to him to also make him accept Mm -hmm. me, you know? And so Mm -hmm. like I try to Mm -hmm. look at that and then when I when I look at it with like my relationship with God, it's like I don't I don't have to defend who I am or prove who I am to right. God because he's the one Exa- that created yeah. me right so, but it's so hard to especially when it comes to prayer and just praying and just yeah. asking God all these or just talking to him about things it's hard to do without trying to be like okay but God look, look at what I've done look at what I've done look at what I'm doing as opposed mm-hmm. to God help me because even me asking my earthly father for help is so difficult because it's like ah if I ask him for help he's gonna be like you're weak or like why can't you figure this stuff out where God is not like that you know but mm-hmm. I found that like I don't know about you but for me when I had Azrael like that was when I was like this this kind of love this is the love that God has for me you know mm-hmm. not even and, and the funny thing is I was even more in, in awe because I was like I love Azrael so much that I would give my life to save him right to keep him Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but God loves me 10 times 50 times 100 times more than I could possibly love my son (laughs) you know and Mm -hmm, that like mm -hmm. it blew my mind because that's the first time that I finally kind of understood a little Mm -hmm. bit of what God's love is and that really changed the trajectory for me and like I think that experience having like Azarel and Amaya but like I say Azarel because he's obviously he was my first um that really made me sort of solidify the fact that there's nothing that I could do that will make God love me less. You know what I mean? Because right. Right. as <laughs> a is six almost seven. and Sometimes he does things that I'm like, this guy. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: I, <laughs> I want to smack you, but at the same time, yeah. it's like the smack that I want to give him is because I love him so much that I want to correct him, as opposed to right. I just can't stand you. You know what I mean? Like, so every mm-hmm. time I think about my relationship with my son, I'm always reminded of the relationship. Or, I'm always reminded of the love that God has for me because of the kind of love I have right. for my child. You know,
0: that's that's really like good. I I don't
1: know like that's every time really I think about it and and I I share the story with like some other friends of mine that had kids and they're like yeah man it's so true because imagine remember when you held Ellie Grace like the that that, that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like that
0: yeah oh, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah no it's 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 so true. Yeah. It's it's I completely agree with you and like it's it's a piece mm-hmm. of the understanding mm-hmm. that we and and to think that he loves us immensely mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. that it, like it just it, I can't fathom it and I think I think the fact that we can't fathom it is why we don't understand yeah. it yeah. right and, and and why we should just take him at mm-hmm. his word and know that he loves us that mm-hmm. much um, so, yeah, I completely yeah. agree. I completely agree.
1: And it's interesting mm-hmm. because I think sometimes, also because sometimes we feel like we're not worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, well, well me, mm-hmm. I'll only speak for myself where I feel like, you know what, like I mess up or I've messed up so much that how can yeah. you still, like, w- what is it about me that you still me, want yeah. to, Essentially <laughs> die for me? And, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and receive me back, you know, and mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: it's really humbling. And <laughs> it's so strange because I feel like when, whenever we, whenever I share the gospel or try to share the gospel with people, mm-hmm. I'm always, I always try to go back to understanding, not necessarily, oh, you know, because you have to make it to heaven and hell and all that, and that's all very real mm-hmm. and that's very true. But because you don't really have a real concept of what heaven and hell looks like, it's hard to kind of understand. Yeah. But I always try to bring it back to the love that God has for his people and his people being yeah. us all together, like his image bearers that he created and understanding that like, yeah, like in this world, people may not love you the way you deserve or, you know, you may have messed up so many times, but the fact that he created you that in itself should give you some form of comfort that you're not alone, mm-hmm. and there's someone that's always looking out for your best interest, irrespective of what you've done. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Um, right.
0: Yeah. I, 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 somebody, somebody said similar to I think when it was evangelism, when it's like evangel, evangelism month at mm-hmm. church. Um there I remember we had these like cue cards mm-hmm. that um we would share with people yeah. and it would always talk about like heaven and hell, like where are you gonna go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> where are you gonna go? <laughs> like just think about where you're gonna go. And she you know she would she came to me and she was like, Lynette, like I think the message that we should be telling people is more the message mm-hmm. of love. As opposed to like, oh, where do, you, where do you think, if you die today, where do you think mm-hmm, you're going to mm-hmm. go? Like, you know what I mean? That, uh, for me, I think, and like I said, I struggle with it a lot. So I couldn't, I, I don't know, how, I didn't know how I was going to bring that message of love to yeah. anybody. Because it's like, oh, I don't really understand it mm-hmm, myself. So, mm-hmm. But it's, I, I, I completely agree with her. It's like more, more so letting people know that God Loves mm-hmm. you despite who mm-hmm. you are because he created mm-hmm. you. Letting them understand that, letting like having them understand that because he, he created you, he loves you that much, and you have a purpose that he placed in you on this yes. earth to live for him. Um, like he he, he loves you that much, mm-hmm. like you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That bringing people that, the message of love as opposed to the message of oh, life and death. Yeah. You, you were, which is important, like letting people know that there is there is like um, heaven yeah. and hell, but that shouldn't be the focal point. It should be the it should be mm-hmm. love. Um, the the message should revolve around love. Yeah. But anyways, I know, but
1: you're absolutely right because the thing the thing about I I agree in the sense that the thing about telling people where are you gonna go when you die is heaven or hell, and then you start talking about hell, it instills fear in people, and then. people give their lives to christ and you're asking yourself
0: in in fear fear. exactly and then
1: the bible already told us that god did not give us a spirit of fear but power of love and a sound mind so if you're starting people off on the foundation of fear then what are you building what are you you building on (laughs) you know what i mean like that foundation is not really solid so and then i always feel like you have to look back at the like the ministry of jesus like what was jesus really ministering about you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like Mm -hmm. He was definitely ministering about the fact that yeah there (laughs) there is heaven and hell but he was drawing back his drawing the attention back to him and drawing the attention back to god like that was the main Mm -hmm. focus of his of of everything that he was doing to show people the love of god and his love Mm -hmm. you know and and Mm -hmm. i feel like everything should flow from there like pointing people always pointing people back to the gospel Mm -hmm. is always so Mm -hmm. important but then again like (laughs) I'm not an expert like like I I was gonna ask you like we kind of talked a little bit about some of the struggles that we have with our walk and you mentioned under well you're not really struggling with that anymore where you're saying struggling with understanding the love of God but for like when it comes to struggles in Christianity for me like one thing that I I had been struggling with at the beginning is you know it, it goes and comes where it's like I read a lot <laughs> about about everything and uh-huh. one of the things that I had been reading about is really just like ever since the summer when this pandemic and then all the racial tension that started happening like
0: mm-hmm. the conversation
1: uh-huh. came back again about you know <laughs> how, how Christianity has been used to really manipulate and control people mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i remember having this conversation with Dee, and i was telling her i was like you know i had started reading the book like genesis and yeah. <laughs> i don't know about you i don't know if you've read genesis exodus like the, the deuteronomical books but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was reading them, and i'm like god doesn't sound very nice <laughs> in these books <laughs> you know
0: <laughs>
1: i was like he sounds yeah. like really mean like how is he killing people off because they made a mistake like you know, and so I started looking at God and looking at the word through a very, um, I'm going to say woke lens because the, even the word woke itself, it, for me, I don't like it because it just gives me, it just makes <laughs> people, make make me feel like people think that they know more than they actually do. And it's like, keep quiet, you don't yeah. know anything, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, I was really looking at it like, ah, this religion that's been used to manipulate people, manipulate women, manipulate black people. Like white people have used this religion to just control literally the whole world to make them feel like they're barbarians and and all this kind of thing. And it's like, what am I? What am I following exactly? You know? And then you know, like I I remember telling quickly I'm like, Yo, I mean, I need to pause on My Christianity, he's like, What do you mean you need to pause on your Christianity? I'm like, I'm like, He's like, You still believe in God? Like, of course, I still believe in God. He's like, Wait, But the way you're talking about pausing on your Christianity, like, I need to know where we're at, you know. I'm scared, dude. No. <laughs> it's like, It's as if he was asking me, I need to know what exactly I'm praying and fasting for. Because if you're telling me that you're not becoming an atheist, he's like, I need to fast like 40 days or 40 nights to bring you back, that of thing, you know. But also I was like, It's so, it's, it was really hard for me to kind of, and it's still hard because I'm still going through the process of trying to really understand God for myself. Because one of yeah, the things yeah. that I think we we struggle with in Pentecostal churches is that we, we're kind of like baby birds where our pastors are the ones yeah. that are feeding us the word and interpreting it for us and telling us this is exactly how yeah. we're supposed to think about it. And we're just gobbling mm-hmm. it up without really um, assessing yeah. what they're saying. You know, so like, I remember talking to D, and like, I was just laughing because I'm like, all these scriptures that we were just quoting out of context, like, yes. <laughs> 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 like, why, how are we using this to say this yeah. when you look at the whole text and it has nothing to do with it that. It has nothing to but do because, with what exactly, you were saying. But Because so and so, and you know, I'm not knocking past yeah. it at all, like not knocking them at all. They've done their own due diligence to read the word as they should and they're teaching it as they have they have understood it. Fine. Nothing wrong with that. I think and I think the problem that I had was I was just not even doing my own research or doing my own reading yeah. to see, yeah, okay, God, this is how you spoke to this pastor. Is this scripture actually what it is, <laughs> you know what I mean, like
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and then when I started reading, I'm like, oh my goodness, all these things are just, like. so it really changes, That's it, it changed, it's changed my perspective on, on what it means to be a Christian,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know mm-hmm. um, yeah
0: I, to- I completely mm-hmm. agree, like, I think I think when you start, when you when I began, and I I, I totally, I totally understand it in that sense, where, I when mm-hmm. I started uh, becoming when I was started my Christian mm-hmm. walk, it was just, oh, this pastor has read and uh, has an understanding. Some of the words comes and it hits you real well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, I didn't ever understand it that way. Oh, she understands it or he understands it more than I do. Mm-hmm. And whatever. But not actually coming to, to the word of God and actually flipping through the pages and reading it mm-hmm. myself, right? And I think it's so important. I completely agree that it's so important that as a Christian, you sit down and you you have you commune with Mm -hmm. god like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean you have your own your understanding of the word because you know thank god that he thank god for Mm -hmm. jesus that we have access to Mm -hmm. god ourselves Mm -hmm. And are able to read the word and God, the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, we're, we're able to understand the word of God, right? And like Catholicism, like when the, the priests would be the one who, you know, you go to the priest mm-hmm. for confession and all of those, all of those mm-hmm. things. Um, they're, they're the ones who interpreted it for you and all of that. But thank God, like we're not in that mm-hmm. era mm-hmm. anymore. Like, you know, you're able to go to the word go through the pages, read the pages, feel the pages for yourself. And and re- nowadays we have so many resources, mm-hmm. right? We have our phones, you have the, the Bibles on our phones, the Bibles is, is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank God for that. And you're able to go to God and, and, and for yourself. Yeah. Right. And I think it's so important that you come, um, you come to that place where you're able to, like you said, make that, do that research for yourself and go to God and 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 through the lens of his own word like you know Mm -hmm, what i mean mm -hmm. like get because you know the word of god you're able to present it back to him and say god this is what your word says even in prayer for anything in 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 your in your Mm -hmm. life right and present it to him yourself not through the the and it's fine. It's fine that we have pastors, and it's great that they are able to interpret it as God has given them. Sometimes the, the word that has been given them is in season mm-hmm. for the congregation. Mm-hmm. It's in season for your life. It's in season for for the edification of the mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. right? But you yourself, and pa- and our pastor always says this: "Hey, go check yeah. me out. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, go go check out that I'm not I'm not preaching mm-hmm. heresy." go check me out because you have access to the word of God yourself yeah. um, and thank God yeah. for that and I think that is the lens that we take as like Z and I like we when it, like on this podcast like yes there are certain things that we're trying to unpack um, mainly because like and I think it's, it's it's kind of a reverse thing that we're doing where um, you you have seen something one specific way for such a long time and some of these, some like we have talked about various um, things on this mm-hmm. podcast, like you know, um, um, the, what are the things that we've talked about? Mental health. I'm going black now. <laughs> yeah. Mental marriage. health, <laughs> men- marriage. All of yes. those things. We we you you see it in one specific lens for so mm-hmm. long, um, but. In, in order for you to have an, a clearer understanding of it you have to we we try to see it from where god's standpoint
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, of it is mm-hmm.
0: right and i think that's where that's how we keep we keep saying like we are christian we are unapologetic about that like let's let it be out there however there are certain things that we have to we have to really unpack mm-hmm when it comes, when we're seeing it from the the viewpoint of God's yeah. word yeah. I, I don't know if I, it's, it's, I overstepped no, there no,
1: not at all, but... not at all, that, that's perfect like I think that's a good way to end this episode to be like we're looking at things through through fresh eyes you know, Yes, and, and, yes. and also looking yeah. at it from like, okay this is what we've known this whole time now let's unpack I'm, it mm-hmm. with new eyes, new perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the same mm-hmm. thing. I think it's the same thing with the word of God. Like at, at some point you, you can't be relying on Pastor So and so to be the one to tell you no. what's written in the in the Bible. Like at one point you no. have to open it and let God speak for yourself. And sometimes, like I realize that sometimes even your 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 interpretation and your understanding of what the word of God is saying could be completely different from what you were told in in like five or three years ago you know yeah based on your situation situation now and also even just like based on like I don't know how I don't know if I should even say like in this sense where oh that's I think that's that's probably an episode for another day but (laughs) I think a lot of people they mix culture in with the word of God you know yeah, what I mean and yeah, so yeah,
0: yeah. we're
1: Africans so we get a lot and we go to an, a predominantly African church with m- majority of our leaders are African so you get uh-huh. a perspective and it's nobody's fault it's, that's just the way it is uh-huh. you know where it's like you're uh-huh. brought up a particular way you're brought up with a way of thinking a way of treating your elders a way of doing things you read the word and that kind of seeps into how you interpret the word of god too you know and 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 case in point is with with america and their situation going on like you have christians that are saying that they're christian and they're equating their christianity with being linked to the republican party you know and it's like no god is not a republican (laughs) you know what i mean like that doesn't make any sense (laughs) But sure. because that's the culture has been baked into them understanding the word of God, it's so hard to distinguish between when it's actually the word yeah. versus when it's actually just your culture that's talking, you Some know, culture, I,
0: yeah. or, things, or things that people have exactly made up along, along the, the
1: way, way in yeah. order to, perpe- per- to, to perpetuate a specific message, yeah. you know, for a, a Absolutely. different cause.
0: Absolutely.
1: And that's how I feel like Christianity yeah. has been Absolutely. manipulated a lot over the years, where it's like people are taking it messing up their out of context, context to meshing it up with their culture in order to, to manipulate yeah. or to control a certain situation or to push a particular agenda you know and so hmm. Hmm. even um, even when i look at it from an african context <clears throat> i remember listening to this podcast where um this like, this girl was talk this the the i guess the head of the podcast or the the what what do you, what do you call people that are what, are they <laughs> what do you call them <laughs> the host of the podcast the there you go That's the head of the podcast the host of the podcast oh was interviewing gosh. an Anglican priest at, on Africanism and how Africanism has seeped like how people they use and that's why i said in the beginning when people use christ and juju and they put it together to try to get what they want it's because they still yeah. have that culture of going to the baba Lao or going to the juju man yeah. and asking them to manipulate a situation so you bring that culture into christianity right. and you're now treating god and treating jesus like this same genie like god do this for me jesus do this for me Kill this person. Da, 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 da. And it's like, no, when you look at the word of God, like that's not the relationship that we're supposed to have with God. Like God is not a genie. But because we're mixing and mashing culture with the word, mm-hmm. that's what's happening. And so when you look at okay. it
0: and that's where mm-hmm. and that's where like the sermon comes yeah. in too right as an individual if you're able to read the word of god for mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> and have an understanding of what the holy spirit is telling you and and people have different interpretations and that's i think that's where the the, the messiness mm-hmm. comes, comes mm-hmm. from like when you when it's coming from a somebody's interpretation of mm-hmm. the word right yeah like god is not a god of mm-hmm. confusion like that's just that that's one thing but if somebody's interpretation now clashes with yours, you're like, no, no, no. But yours is mm-hmm. not right. No, that's not how it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. But like, saying, I think that's where that's where discernment mm-hmm. comes in. If if now it's being mixed up with culture, yet you have to come come to an understanding. Of like, no, hmm, this is this doesn't really line up with the word of mm-hmm. God here. Like, you know, and that's where I think you should ask questions Absolutely. as well. Like, you know what Absolutely. I mean. Like you definitely should ask ask questions. You can't just take things for fa- fa- face with face mm-hmm. value when it doesn't line up with what you have read up with the read up in the mm-hmm. Word of God. Doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Like you're just gonna take it take it just like that. Like just because
1: somebody says it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: You know? Like
1: And I think that's where we need mm-hmm. to yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> No, go ahead. I, no, mm-hmm. I was agreeing with you. And I was like, I think that's where, and this is where we have come back to, like full circle, where we're saying go beyond a thought, you know, yeah, and absolutely. and as opposed to oh, such and such person said it, therefore that must be it. Go beyond that mm-hmm. and be like, let me read it for myself mm-hmm. and let me see what it's actually saying, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think the interesting thing about the Bible is like it's a complete book in the sense that it's an archaeological text it's a historical uh-huh. text it's also the word of god uh-huh. it's a cultural text like it's all these things wrapped up in one so when you're reading it you can't just look at it from one perspective and not consider the fact that it wasn't written in a vacuum it was also written in a cultural context which is uh-huh. the, the israelites and like the, Jew, uh-huh. the jewish culture but not jewish i guess right. culture. In fact, let me not get into that, but shot we understand. It was written in, in vast specific culture. So if you're looking so you see yeah. what I'm saying? So like when you look when you start reading it for yourself and you're looking at it that way, I feel like it will really, it really changes your perspective on what you were. Not all not your whole perspective, but it gives you a different understanding on what you were taught and then also what you ha- what you're dealing with right now. And
0: yeah. Yes mm-hmm. yes yesterday like uh, uh, my husband uh, Tony was um, on at mm-hmm. cell, and 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 their leader asked like, uh, a really interesting question, that is the kind of like in line with what we're talking mm-hmm. about now. Where he asks if, because it is in the Bible, if you, if like your leader, mm-hmm. if, if your your pastor was directed by God, just to go like just like Abraham, just pick up your stuff mm-hmm. and go <laughs> to a place where he, I will show mm-hmm. you how do you respond do you now that's uh, it comes in line with what i was asking like you have to ask mm-hmm. questions about all of these mm-hmm. things but what if your leader um heard specifically from god mm-hmm. right and you now are like they're asking questions and doing and do and like saying all these things and that is outside the uh, the instruction that has been received what do you now do? Do you now like? And this is this may be for a discussion for a totally different mm-hmm. time. But this, I just got reminded of the question that they discussed mm-hmm. yesterday. It was like, do you just do you just kind of go with it, or is it like, uh, oh, let me go, let me to go and look mm-hmm, through the Word mm-hmm, of God <laughs> mm-hmm. and see if I will hear hear exactly the same way that you heard too from God. Sure. Yeah. Do you now Like do you, What do you That's do That's so
1: interesting And you know what Like the, the the minute you said that I'm like You see this is a perfect example Of how culture <laughs> Gets mixed up into things Because The Bible says, says itself says We should test every spirit So How do mm. you test something Without actually Like when you look at The actual word of testing It's questioning So If it's If the mm. Bible says We should test every spirit And your leader says The God has told me to go meh, Go to Saudi Arabia, <laughs> let us all go to Saudi Arabia. What we've mm-hmm. been taught is, you know what, follow your leader because God has spoken to your leader, mm-hmm. follow your leader. But that's also right. a cultural thing where it's like, and a cultural and a generational thing where a certain generation, they never really questioned their elders about what they were told to do, right? So mm-hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. There's also the cultural aspect of it where it's like, you know what this person is in a position of power or whatever whatever they said we should do this we're just going to do it and then the third part is okay god you have placed this person above me this person is saying that we're going somewhere i'm in this person's life for a season am i supposed to go with that person so why are we not going to inquire Mm -hmm. of god Mm -hmm. about if this person if we're actually supposed to follow this person and why can't we not Mm -hmm. test what this person really heard from god if he really heard from God, Great. why should the person be upset about answering your questions? <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like that, that's, yeah. that's the kind of thing that irks yeah. me because I'm like, and I think it irks me because people tell me this a lot because I question a lot of <laughs> things that people say at church. And they're like, oh, why don't you just follow? I'm like, my friend, if you want me to follow you, <laughs> I need to understand where yeah. you're going. And I also need to know that God that's is it. asking me to do that as well. Because mm-hmm. it's not everything that you are doing that God is asking me to do. It's kinda like, oh, offering. Mm-hmm. Anybody that has a thousand dollars, bring a thousand dollars, bring a thousand dollars. Your pastor Sorry. has given a thousand dollars, but because your pastor has given a thousand dollars, must you also give a thousand dollars? Do you have a thousand dollars? Yeah. Do you Nobody? have it? Like, do you it's have like it? if you don't have it, who, who, how has God led you to give something that you don't have? But you're gonna go and be like, Oh, because my leader has given me to him. It's like it's these things like this kind of thing that annoy me yeah. so much because it's like this is how you create people that won't even know how to quote John three sixteen because they only heard it. Yeah. But then they won't even know why it was said, and it's like, but how that's won't true. you know? Like that's one of the most important scriptures in the Bible. Oh, because I only heard it, I heard it. Yeah. But you don't know what the context is. You don't know why. You don't know, like. So how how do you defend your faith? Mm-hmm. How do you walk? <clears throat> and how do you win people for Christ if you don't even understand your faith and have your? If you don't have faith. an
0: understanding of it, exactly absolutely if you yourself don't have a relationship with god or the source mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. message like you know what i mean like if somebody now comes to tell you the holy spirit told me this and this and this and that and you yourself haven't haven't even you ha- have again again like you said like haven't even tested mm-hmm. it you just pick up yourself and and go the, the 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 holy spirit told me to go i think in the context that he asked he asked the question was more so like um abraham wasn't given like the full picture mm-hmm. like but that's what that's the only thing the bible is mm-hmm. telling us like he wasn't given the full picture mm-hmm. he was just like pick up yourself and but but somebody also answered and said that god also told him that i will prosper mm-hmm. you where uh, you are going so he did have a reason he had to some go. incentive like, he, <laughs> he had some incentive it wasn't like oh just pick up yourself and go he, he was like um, yeah so for what, like you yeah. know what I mean? He had an incentive. God did tell him specifically that I will prosper you in yeah. this land. Like you know what I mean. So it was just like where I'm sending you, I will, I will give you, I'll give you the incentive for you yeah. to go.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So it wasn't, and the, the 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 one who answered was like it wasn't just like he just picked up his mm-hmm. and go. He know he knew that where he was going, there was <laughs> the land of milk yeah. and honey. So it wasn't like he was just gonna yeah. go yeah. without having any kind of game plan. you know what I mean so anyway so I was just
1: I have so many examples of like even other people in the Bible that even if God told them to go they were still like but God how and he had God had to yeah. tell them so many times I will be with you I will be with you Motive. Moses example <laughs> I, will you. I will be with you I will be with you right mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like even mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. even if you were to question God as to well, how who yeah. wants when when, and where yeah, like it's not as if God is going to look at you and be like this girl yeah. ye, oh ye of little faith like it. Come on. You know what I mean? But then we're that's meant it, to believe that it. you just that's have it. to. You just just be just be going. And then, and, yeah. and you know yeah. what? Like there's some people that have <laughs> quickly calls me Downton Thomas. He's so funny. Oh my gosh. Why is Quaker like this? Okay. But he called me Downton Thomas because he's always like, You ask so many questions of God and I'm like why do we always look at Thomas like he's a bad person he was still he was ah, but he was mentioned there for a particular Uh -uh. reason For some of us that need to question what we're doing Uh so Uh at the end Uh of the day like I feel and you know what God created people differently everybody's walk is very different some people yeah, they just know that they know that they know that if God tells them to go to the Red Sea they know their faith is 500 million percent that they don't even need to question
0: mm-hmm. it's, a, it's gift. a gift
1: they will just go and you know I pray God for those mm-hmm. people I'm happy that you know God has yeah. created some of them yeah. there's some other people that God has to tell them I will be with you I will be with you I will be with you you know and it's like, why is one better than the other? At the end of the day, like the point, the important thing for me is that you're doing, hopefully, you're doing what God is asking you to do, and you're walking in in, his, in the purpose that He has created for you for that season in your life. You know, um, yeah. But there's so much to unpack. Like I just keep thinking, like, yeah.
0: no, for sure. I totally, I totally, mm-hmm. I totally agree. I just feel like it's like, yes, we have mentioned this here so many mm-hmm. times, like that we are we are christians and we try our best to kind of see um to to deal with the topics that we are dealing Mm -hmm. with here Mm -hmm. through the lens of christ like you know trying to trying to not just go with the flow with what we 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 think we Mm -hmm. know but trying to understand it based on how god would want us to understand Mm -hmm. it like you Mm -hmm. know what i mean so I feel like it's that's what we're trying to address yeah. here so that when we say that it's not confusing for people and saying that what are they what are yeah. they saying like, you know and I mean? think
1: for us too the other thing that I'm, I'm also I wanted to say is that I think we're not really we're trying to not trying but at least we're showing the realistic picture of what it means to be a christian Mm -hmm. you know because the misconception that christians don't struggle or christians shouldn't struggle or christians shouldn't have any problems like that's not true like and the perfect example is our whole mental health series that we did where it's like yeah we're christians but look at look at the areas that we are struggling in and and at the end of the day the struggles are all for the glory of god right because we're still struggling but we are still getting through we're still getting by regardless of whatever the struggle is or whatever the challenge is because we're relying on god he's the one that's pulling us through and so Uh i think for Uh our for our listeners that are either like (laughs) on either fence like whether if you're not christian that you know like we're not here to be like oh thou must become christian no but at least to kind of paint a realistic picture of what it means to be christian
0: yeah, to you be know? Christian. because
1: even the Bible says that we have to yeah. count every cost like it's not being a Christian like there are many sacrifices that we've made on account of being Christian you know so it's not yeah. as if it's like a, a glorious or hallelujah kind of flowers and kind no. of clouds no. it's not easy yeah. but it's worth it at the end because of what happens at the end where we finally get to meet yeah, Christ absolutely. and we finally get to meet God
0: absolutely. and all of that Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I That's it. You, you hit the nail on. The awesome. Head. That's but it. we're definitely gonna have more <laughs>
1: conversations because I feel like there's so many, um, not so many, but there are other aspects of of, of our Christian walk and and that we wanna. Kind of explore more. We're having a guest come on. Mm-hmm. That's going to be really interesting. I'm really looking forward to that conversation. Yeah. And yeah, like if you have any questions, we want to know from you guys. Want to hear from you guys? Um, How has your Christian walk been? Like how how has mm-hmm. it been? <laughs> if you're Christian, if you're not Christian and you're witnessing somebody else <laughs> live their Christian walk, what what are your thoughts about their walk? I'm actually curious yeah. about that because that would be <laughs> let yeah. Us yeah let us know. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. with that this was great. I love you know what? I love our podcast because I just good. feel like I'm also getting to know so much about you that I wouldn't necessarily have known
0: yeah, exactly not in our sure. podcast. It's exactly. versa. It's <laughs> so Interesting. <'cause> I, when, <laughs> you me, oh, when I was small, I was small,
1: okay. So where did you live? It's like it's, it's like I'm painting this picture. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is the next life. Oh, this is great. So, um, oh, I love man. it. <laughs> I hear you. I love it. All right.
0: All right. Thank you thank so you guys. much, guys.
1: Till next time. Bye.
0: Bye.